you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Thursday, June 4th, 2020. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, the whole land grab in the Indian telecom market continues to blow my hair back. A class action lawsuit around incognito mode is interesting. More hints at an Apple Prime subscription. CES refuses to give up the ghost. While Kitty Hawk seems to have given up on its flyer. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. On the front page of Apple's website right now, Tim Cook has an open letter addressing the, quote, senseless killing of George Floyd. I'm just going to quote from that briefly. To create change, we have to re-examine our own views and actions in light of a pain that is deeply felt but too often ignored. Issues of human dignity will not abide standing on the sidelines. To the Black community, we see you. You matter and your lives matter. This is a moment when many people may want nothing more than a return to normalcy or to a status quo that is only comfortable if we avert our gaze from injustice. As difficult as it may be to admit, that desire is itself a sign of privilege. George Floyd's death is shocking and tragic proof that we must aim far higher than a normal future and build one that lives up to the highest ideals of equality and justice." End quote. Meanwhile, over 30 early Facebook employees, including its first comms chief, wrote an open letter to Mark Zuckerberg opposing his choice to leave President Trump's controversial posts unaltered. Quote, The former employees said in an open letter that Mr. Zuckerberg's position was a, quote, betrayal of Facebook's ideals and urged him to reconsider it. They included Facebook's first chief of communications, as well as designers, engineers, and policy executives. Some had helped write the social network's original community guidelines, which govern what can and cannot be posted, end quote. And further pressure on Zuckerberg around this issue, as Snap announced that it has stopped promoting President Trump's verified Snapchat account in the Discover section, quoting from The Verge. His account, Real Donald Trump, will remain on the platform and continue to appear on search results, but he will no longer appear in the app's Discover tab, which promotes news publishers, elected officials, celebrities, and influencers. Quote, we are not currently promoting the president's content on Snapchat's Discover platform, the company said in a statement. We will not amplify voices who incite racial violence and injustice by giving them free promotion on Discover. Racial violence and injustice have no place in our society, and we stand together with all who seek peace, love, equality, and justice in America, end quote. Trump, who has more than one and a half million followers on the platform, has seen his Snapchat following more than triple over the past year, in part due to regular promotion in the app's Discover tab, Bloomberg reported last month. The Trump campaign told Bloomberg that it valued Snapchat's young audience, many of whom will be voting for the first time in the 2020 election, end quote. At this point, it is becoming absolutely clear that the biggest land grab slash gold rush slash investment boom slash maybe bubble 
in technology is going on in India right now. Sources are telling Reuters that Amazon wants to get in on this act and is in early stage talks to buy a 5% or so stake worth at least $2 billion in Indian mobile operator Bharti Airtel. Bharti Airtel is the number three player in the Indian telecoms market behind, guess who? Reliance Geo, which, if you'll recall, got a $10 billion infusion of cash recently from everyone, including Facebook. And again, I do mean everyone. Every big pocketed player is seemingly falling all over themselves right now not to be left out of whatever it is that is going on in India. Quoting Reuters and their sources... Geo has transformed itself from a pure mobile operator to a digital technology-led consumer-facing platform, and Airtel can do the same, said one of the people. Airtel is looking to play a catch-up game here, and for Amazon, it makes all the strategic directional sense for the India business, end quote. Amazon had been mulling several investment options, including buying a stake worth 8 to 10%, a person said. The talks between Barty and Amazon are at an early stage, and the deal terms could change or an agreement may not be reached, said two of the three people, all of whom declined to be identified because the discussions are confidential. If talks to buy a stake fail, the companies could also look at a commercial transaction that could give Barty's customers cheap access to Amazon products, one of the people said, end quote. And I miss this, apparently, but from later in the piece, quote, Alphabet's Google is also exploring an investment in Vodafone Idea, a joint venture between Britain's Vodafone Group and India's Idea Cellular, the Financial Times reported last week. Vodafone Idea is the second largest telecoms company in India, where the coronavirus lockdown has led to a surge in demand for online shopping, entertainment, and data, end quote. Again, keep an eye on this story because it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I really need to get somebody on here who can explain to me what is going on right now in India. Get in touch with me if you understand the Indian tech market, and we can do a quick bonus episode anytime. A proposed $5 billion class action lawsuit was filed on Tuesday accusing Google of covertly collecting user browsing information in incognito mode via Google Analytics and other tools, quoting Reuters. According to the complaint filed in the federal court in San Jose, California, Google gathers data through Google Analytics, Google Ad Manager, and other applications and website plugins, including smartphone apps, regardless of whether users click on Google-supported ads. This helps Google learn about users' friends, hobbies, favorite foods, shopping habits, and even the, quote, most intimate and potentially embarrassing things, end quote, they search for online, the complaint said. Google, quote, cannot continue to engage in the covert and unauthorized data collection from virtually every American with a computer or phone, the complaint said, end quote. Now, what's interesting here is that the argument being made seems to be that Google has violated federal wiretap laws, specifically the Federal Wiretap Act, quoting from the New York Times. That statute provides users with the right to sue if their private communications are intercepted. The lawsuit claims that Google intercepts the contents of communications between users and websites by collecting browsing history, specific website addresses, and search queries. 
quote, we strongly dispute these claims and we will defend ourselves vigorously against them. Google spokesman Jose Castaneda said, quote, incognito mode in Chrome gives you the choice to browse the internet without your activity being saved to your browser or device. As we clearly state each time you open a new incognito tab, websites might be able to collect information about your browsing activity during your session, end quote. The lawsuit said users had a, quote, reasonable expectation that their communications would not be intercepted or collected when they were in private browsing mode. It also said Google's practices, quote, intentionally deceive consumers into believing that they maintain control of the information shared with the company and encouraging them to surf the web in private browsing if they want to maintain their privacy, end quote. So what this will all actually hinge on is unclear to me. Would it be deceptive product descriptions or something more technical? Because I think most sophisticated users have never assumed that incognito actually means what its name implies it means, quoting Dario Basanjo. Will be interesting to see if the case ends up hinging on whether incognito mode is false advertising, since it can't prevent tracking, e.g. IP address, browser fingerprinting, etc., or tracking users who throw away cookies via incognito mode is wrong. Broad implications if the latter, end quote. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed credible doctors and specialists. I have personally used ZocDoc to find a podiatrist when I needed one for the first time ever in my life. Go to ZocDoc.com techmeme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash techmeme. ZocDoc.com slash techmeme. I'm going to a big AI startup demo day here in the city tomorrow, and I will 100% be decked out in Mack Weldon clothing. Why? Well, Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of modern life. They look like regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Breathable underwear that keeps you cool, dry, and comfy all day. That's their Airnet underwear. Crazy, comfortable, but elevated sweatpants, the Ace Collection. An upgraded classic polo with antimicrobial silver threads, the Silver Peak polo. That's my personal fave. And ultra-soft antimicrobial tees for when you need to stay fresh longer. Their Silver Crew Neck t-shirt. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with promo code RIDE. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code RIDE. From the 
it would be surprising if they weren't doing this. Beta code in iOS 13.5.5 hints that Apple still plans to introduce a service bundle that would include, say, Apple Music, Apple TV+, and other services in a single subscription package. Quoting 9to5Mac. In 2019, the company was allegedly negotiating deals with music producers and publishers to bring these content together in a single subscription. If bought separately today, a family-sharing combination of Apple Music, News Plus, and TV Plus would total $30 per month. With this bundle, Apple could offer all its digital services at a lower price and also keep users even more tied to its ecosystem. Although we haven't heard about it for some time, it seems Apple is still working to offer this bundle iOS 13.5.5 internal files include references to a bundle offer and bundle subscription that didn't exist in previous iOS versions. These codes are related to the management system of Apple's own services subscriptions, like Apple News Plus, so we believe the company still has plans to offer a discount combo with its services. However, even with these references found inside iOS code, it might take a long time until the special bundle becomes available. As noted by Financial Times... Apple has inked new deals for Apple Music this year that don't include an agreement to pair Apple Music with other Apple services through a bundle, end quote. We've spoken this week about all tech events seemingly being canceled or postponed. We've also spoken of nostalgia for CES from the before times. So it's notable that while everyone else is apparently already proactively canceling even 2021 tech events, the Consumer Technology Association seems to be unwilling to give up the ghost at this point, claiming that January CS will still take place both physically and digitally in Las Vegas. Quote, The CTA is promising new health policies for the show. The group intends to, quote, regularly clean and sanitize spaces and offer sanitation stations. It also plans to widen aisles and seats to increase distancing, limit touch points by using tech like mobile payments, and provide on-site health services. The CTA says it'll look into doing temperature scans and that it plans to issue best practices like wearing a mask, though it doesn't say if they'll be required. Plans to hold CES in person were posted to the convention's website on May 7th, though The Verge only noticed them today. The plans don't appear to have been covered widely before now, end quote. So just my two cents on this, I really don't feel like most folks will feel comfortable getting on a plane and going to a huge event that, by the way, was already known as a Petri dish for coming back every year with what we used to call CES flu. People won't be comfortable doing something like that until, I don't know, coronavirus cases have been down super significantly for like, let's say, six months or so. And given that we are right now six months away from CES happening, yeah, I don't see progress being made in time for this to actually happen, do you? Two interesting IPO stories, because any IPOs right now are an interesting story. First up, Zoom Info has priced its IPO at $21 a share above its upwardly revised target range, which would value the company at more than $8 billion. It's actually becoming a packed calendar for IPOs since the backlog caused by the market basically cramping up over COVID-19 issues. All that seems to be relaxing. Now, before you get confused 
about Zoom Info, quoting CNBC, Zoom Info should not be confused with the video conferencing service that has been widely used during the COVID-19 pandemic, Zoom Video Communications. Zoom Info is backed by TA Associates, the Carlyle Group, and 22C Capital. Zoom Info, led by founder and CEO Henry Shuck, uses artificial intelligence to process data that aids corporate sales and marketing teams with customer outreach, end quote. Can I translate that last part for you? They help salespeople find your contact info so they can try to get in touch and sell you stuff. Zoom Info has actually been around forever. Now, also an IPO that has been long anticipated, Unity Technologies is also preparing for a U.S. IPO led by Goldman Sachs that could happen as early as the fall. Last we heard, Unity was valued in the $6 billion range, quoting Bloomberg. Unity Technologies, which counts Sequoia Capital and Silver Lake Partners among its backers, is a development platform for 2D, 3D, virtual, and augmented reality games and experiences. It powers half the available PC, console, and mobile games, according to its website. Unity also has a mobile ads business, where developers can choose to have ads show up in their games, giving them a way to make money beyond in-game content and charging for the games themselves. Unity's revenue growth rate is above 30%, and gross margins are over 80%, its chief executive officer John Ricitello said last month. PitchBook estimates the company's last private market value to be about $6.3 billion. Software companies have actually been in a sweet spot within the technology sector lately. The U.S. software companies that went public in the past year in this space jumped 78% since their debut on a weighted average basis, while IPOs, broadly, rose only 28%, according to data collected by Bloomberg, end quote. Finally today, some interesting news in the autonomous flying space. Kitty Hawk has apparently shut down its original Kitty Hawk flyer program in order to shift focus to developing Heaviside, a sleeker electric aircraft that can fly and land anywhere autonomously. I'll explain the difference in a second. You might remember Kitty Hawk as the autonomous aircraft startup backed by Google co-founder Larry Page and led by Sebastian Thrun. Quoting TechCrunch, Kitty Hawk built and flew 111 flyer aircraft and conducted more than 25,000 successful crewed and uncrewed flights within its fleet, according to the company. Kitty Hawk's mission for the flyer aircraft is what captured the attention and imagination of industry watchers and the media. It wasn't going to be another lightweight aircraft meant for pilots. The entire aim was to make it accessible for anyone. The flyer flies low and slow over water but that narrowed Flyer's customer base and use cases. Kitty Hawk explored recreational and commuter applications, but failed to find a path to a profitable business for the Flyer. Quote, No matter how hard we looked, we could not find a path to a viable business, Thrun told TechCrunch in an email exchange. Heaviside, on the other hand, which was under development for two years before it was revealed at TechCrunch Disrupt in the fall of 2019, is fast, quiet, and can be flown anywhere. The aircraft has a range of 100 miles and can reach speeds of up to 180 miles per hour. It can also fly over cities. Heaviside has also proven that it can fly. The company has been testing Heaviside, a low-slung orange and black aircraft with eight rotors and a 20-foot wingspan, for more than two years in a secret location in California. The focus now is building more reliable systems with software and hardware, as well as implementing more manufacturing and quality control systems." End quote. Thank you.
Hey, y'all. We've got a classified today from one of your fellow listeners. Remember, if you want to reach out to others in the Mutant Podcast Army to promote your own project, to ask for help, or really just say whatever, remember you can always do so by going to ridehome.info forward slash classifieds. Now let me tell you about Mezcal Digital. Are you creating a new product or feature and you need to improve your UX? Then look no further and get your free, I did say free, UX therapy workbook. You know that UX goes beyond the user interface that is displayed to your users. UX is ensuring that your product is really satisfying the needs of your users. Like any good therapy, this workbook helps you understand your current situation and how you got there through a series of questions. What you do afterwards is up to you. Go to mezcaldigital.com and download your free UX therapy workbook and start improving your UX strategy today. That's mezcaldigital, M-E-Z-C-A-L, digital, all one word, mezcaldigital.com, link in the show notes. We are based in Berlin, Germany, but the workbook is in English and useful for all across the world. If you ever buy anything from us and you tell us Brian sent you, you'll get 10% off. Again, that's mezcaldigital.com for your free UX therapy workbook.